Hey, welcome to the PC Perspective Podcast. We've made it to episode 634. It's Wednesday. It's June 23, 2021. I'm Sebastian Peak. I'm Jeremy Hellstrom. I'm Josh Walrath. I'm Brett Van Spruenberg. And I, I don't know what else to say other than you have been missing gold if you haven't been watching the show since we started streaming 11 minutes ago. And to find out when we go live so you don't miss these moments, which I don't know if we'll ever match what you just missed. But go to PC kind per... Of tears, tears in the rain. PCPer.com yeah. slash subscribe. Head over to Patreon.com slash PCPer to support us financially. Uh, because, you know, we, we like that. It helps us, and we're very appreciative of it. Having clicked on a new link that you're about to reveal, Josh might smoke you a kipper. Yes, we have not, not. We don't just have burger update this week, which is our next segment that I just seamlessly, Jeremy seamlessly, mm. um, moved into. We have a smoker update too. Which one do you want to tackle first, Josh? First, camera two. Smoker update. You okay, Father's Day. Yeah, you got a new thing. So yeah, it's uh, what Mastercraft uh, thirty-inch smoker, electric smoker. Uh, you know the kids, they they got jobs, and they decided no master belt. Sorry, uh, let's get the old man something he actually wants for a change, and they pitched in and they got me a master built digital electric smoker. Digital because it is digitally controlled. Temperature wise, remote control, doesn't it? No, it does not have a remote control. Oh, it's not okay. Bluetooth or anything like that. So it's it's perfectly fine with me. If, if I were to monitor temperature, I'd have to get, like, you know, one of those Bluetooth probes that you'd put in there and, you know, whatever. But, uh, no, this is uh, – we, we smoked some uh, ribeyes uh, after seasoning it and kind of getting all the, the funky uh, flavor and, and smell out of there. And they came out really good. I mean, I, I smoked them a little too much. Didn't heat them nearly enough. But, you know, this is the first time I ever used it. And so this was uh, – you know, it's uh, I can see some advantages of having older children who are willing to actually spend some money on their old man rather than the old man spending a lot of money on them. So yeah, I'm happy now. I got to get a cover for it so it's protected out in the elements. Yeah, uh, but yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm fine. It's I'm easy to use. Just found a picture of that steak. Here is um, this is your first attempt. Yeah. Looks Did a good. reverse sear on it, so you know you you oh. smoked it for an hour and. 10, 15 minutes. I could have done a little bit longer, I think. And then I have a uh, IR uh, kind of grill uh, that's attached to my, my charcoal slash gas grill. And uh, you put it on there for about a minute aside and it gets you a nice, uh, gets you a nice little sear going on there, crusts up the seasonings nicely. And uh, yeah, you've got the, uh, you got the smoke. It's good stuff. All right. Well, the, we won't delay the main event any longer. So, Josh, bring um, on the pro- what you do is you get some eggs and you pickle. Well, you hard boil them and you pickle them. Then you smoke them. Really mind blowing. Interesting. Do you uh, do you do it in the shell good. or outside? Uh, we've done them both. Uh, if you like a uh-huh. really ridiculously strong smoke taste, peel the shell off. If you just okay. want sort of the smoky flavor, keep the shell on. Or, you know, just do a dozen, strip half, don't strip the other half. 
Nice. Well worth it. And you're hmm. wearing an Up in Smoke shirt, a Cheech and Chong movie. No, this is uh, yeah. actually Chipotle uh, Tabasco, but I still love oh. it. <laughs> yeah, the reference still stands. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so continuing for, for Mayor, podcast. Mayor PPC just commented, uh, damn it, Josh. I just got a message from my dad asking me, why don't you do this for me? Mm. Sorry, Mayor. Look, if you if you love it's your always dad, that one guy. if you love your father, has he given have, up a lot? Needs to have digital technology. Yeah, hmm. needs to have logic no, I'm chips. Static. I can't wait to try. Can't wait to try a brisket. But I gotta can't I gotta do more practice first before. Don't start with that. the brisket because that's twelve hours. You can really screw up. It's yeah. It's like I said. I gotta do some practice, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Got do ribs. But anyway, ribs. Yeah, I could St. Louis are pretty style. easy. Yeah, yep. St. Louis style. Uh, and because of the magic of the internet, you can get all kinds of really good recipes. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Josh, yeah. speaking of how recipes, was the what was the burger and how was it? Oh, my gosh. Do tell. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it was something insane. But uh, so imagine, if you will. Is that a grilled cheeseburger? Well, hang on. Imagine, if you will, a universe where people put two grilled cheese sandwiches as buns to a burger filled with more cheese and burger and bacon, and you'll get my burger. So, essentially, the top bun is a full grilled cheese sandwich. The bottom bun is also a full grilled cheese sandwich and then they put cheese in between the burgers and then topped that off with bacon and crunched it all in there lord this has probably got to be like 1600 calories easy Mm. it just it's 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 ludicrous this is I'm not eating anything else obviously for actually another 36 hours yeah, after it'll that be one. Friday by the time you're eating, I think. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's just, I, I was thinking, maybe I'll get fries with this. And then I looked at the board that had listed all the stuff on it, and I was like, no, I'm getting a salad. <laughs> it's going to help things move through a little bit better, and it's not going to add starches or calories or saturated fat or salt or all those other fun and good things. So this was an extremely over-the-top burger, but it was tasty. If you like cheese, it's got lots of cheese, and uh, yeah, it was it was really good. And sometimes, some days you just guys just got to get out here and, and try this stuff because it's nuts what it they do there. Like it. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's that's the hard tack on the plate of the week. Oh, it sounds a bit gluttonous, a bit, a bit. I don't know if you could eat fries with this. You have. Fries with that, you had salad. He, he went no, to the salad. No, he had a salad. Okay, that's right. He had a salad. Can't do, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do that. That's fries. why he's here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you'd still be, you'd still be lying down. No, he'd have yeah. peeled over, probably. Oh, yeah. You add that much grease to that much grease, and I think you just yeah. went to cardiac arrest. Yes, pretty much. Just, uh, oh, my heart stopped. Oh, there okay. it goes. How much time uh, uh, do we want to spend on? News story number one, 
AMD. All, all Fidelity FX Super Resolution is here in seven games that nobody plays. But it's here. <sighs> I knew I was supposed to update something before we did this podcast. Jeremy, yeah. how much Godfall have you played mm-hmm. today? What's Godfall? AMD mm-hmm. loves Godfall. Okay. They've been using it in demo. Nope, but nobody likes Godfall. I know. It's, it's, it's pretty, supposed to be a terrible but game. AMD but have you, have you seen the intricacy of the armor? Have you really looked at it? Under a microscope. Have you looked have, at it? Because that's critical. I found one really important thing about FSR over just doing regular scaling. To me, anyway. TAA. TAA. Okay. There's, there's no, more than I, one. But okay. okay. We've done a couple of reviews of Sapphire cards in the last couple of years. They have their own software called Trix Software. And right, what it right. does is it just creates a custom resolution for you. And gives you an easy toggle to enable Radeon image sharpening. And the two of those together, just basic upscaling plus Radeon image sharpening looks really good. Especially if you're going from something that's like an integer scale, like 1080 up to 4K. Or even 1080 up to 1440 looks okay. But I was doing like 1440 up to 4K and that looked pretty good. And I was playing around with it again yesterday. And one thing that is problematic with that is that you lose some some fidelity to menu text. Like if you have an overlay in the game, some of that stuff starts to look a little wonky if you're doing a, a more aggressive upscale. And FSR independently scales the game and the overlays. So you get, like, oh. f- say at 4K, you get in Godfall or whatever game, you're getting the full native resolution overlay, but you're getting a scaled 3D rendered image beneath it. I think that's cool. So, okay. So it's before, the only way I was ever satisfied that like text and menu items were crisp is if I was doing an integer scale, like 1080 up to 4K with, it, with display scaling enabled on AMD graphics card. But... Now you can just use FSR to do that. So if you're willing to sacrifice a little bit of clarity in your 3D models running around, at least you can see everything on the screen just as crisp as native is with regard to menu controls. And I play a lot of strategy type games, so that would that matters more than if you're doing a, a shooter where pretty much you don't have anything other than some really basic stuff. Doesn't make any sense. Anyway, it's soon to be Kinda. open source. It's it's that cross-platform technology. If you're not familiar with FSR, then I guess you haven't been paying attention to the enthusiast community at all in the last 48 hours. But they, they had announced 40 game developers. I'll scroll down to this, this image of their studio partners. And there's big names here. The problem is this launch is just... It's, it's like a tech demo almost, except these games are real. 22 Racing Series, Anno 1800, Evil Genius 2, Godfall, King's Hunt, Terminator Resistance, and The Rift Breaker are the games that are available now. And they work on everything. I mean, I thought we had kind of gone back and forth on support for NVIDIA graphics cards, but people are doing like 3080s. They're doing Mm -hmm. just whatever they've got because the support is there. And then games that are upcoming include Dota 2, Far Cry 6, and Resident Evil Village. That's Those are big. Obviously, Dota 2 has a huge player base, and then Far Cry 6 is coming out. I think it, 
I think it's still about to be released. And the Resident Evil Village, of course, is a popular like game, November. So, yeah. So those those are key titles, and there's going to be a lot more. It was a longer list than this. I have to read the whole press release, but obviously the performance is is huge because you get like a two x or two point five x improvement depending on the uh, aggressiveness of your upscaling. But have you guys actually played with this yet? This is free. Do you have any of these games? (laughs) No, but I could update the new driver anytime now. Oh, like right now on the show? Yeah, I could. They don't make you reboot anymore, which is silly. No, the the (laughs) wonderful thing about this is that like everything else AMD has done, they don't care what hardware you're running. This will work on Intel G. This will work on your NVIDIA cards. This will just work on the handful of games that it's currently supported for. But it'll be the same as FreeSync, where, you know, they it starts out a little bit later, and the adoption doesn't sort of roll out really quickly, but all of a sudden it's going to catch on, and a lot of people are going to realize, wait, we don't have to deal with licensing, we don't have to deal with working with a specific vendor to be able to make this work. It's just bloody well going to work and the other nice thing about it uh the review that i dug up from somewhere uh where was that no that was your article uh the 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 big key was that they what they were seeing uh to do tech spot they reviewed the the 6800 xt which you'd expect but they also do the 5700 XT, the Vega 64, and the RX 570. Otherwise known as cards people probably actually own. Same thing with NVIDIA. RTX 2070, the GTX 1660 Super, and the GTX 1070 Ti. And what's insane is, you know, on some of these games, if you really feel like playing at 4K with all of the graphical features cranked up to maximum, these older cards are hitting 50 or 60 frames a second. That's kind of a nice thing, isn't it? That your older hardware is now actually able to, you know, use this to play some of the newer games that from that handful, but don't worry, there's more coming that at a reasonable frame rate. I, I really like the fact that they said, you know what, let's make this backwards compatible as far as we can and see what we can do. So that, that was, of everything that was the most important thing that I saw from this one. Well, there's going to be the inevitable comparisons to DLSS. And as you were saying, the developers... Uh, how does that work on the old Vega 64? Well, clearly it doesn't. But <laughs> one of the barriers to DLSS is they need to integrate it with not only um, do they need to characterize the resolutions, but they need to do... DLSS does motion prediction, so vectoriz- vectorization, like where things are going to be moving on the screen. So they have to be a little bit more tightly coupled to the game engine to figure out like where stuff is going. And AMD does not need that with FSR. Now, NVIDIA is probably going to win in, in you know, just edging out them a little bit in image quality. But is it really going to matter? And you know, that's sort of the free sync, um, you know, G-Sync uh, argument there again. It's probably not going to matter. And AMD is going to probably get a lot of traction out of this. But that's kind of the developmental difference, um, one of the developmental differences between the two. And I think the support is going all the way back to, at least on NVIDIA, all the way back to Maxwell, I think. Yes. And then from that forward, and then as you were saying, I think as back as far as the um, 
RX 470-ish, right around in there, 570, something like that. Yeah, yeah it's pretty, 570 pretty wide. Sure, 470, you're, maybe. Those cars are probably on their last They're legs. They're really close. With them. But they were really close. <laughs> it's true. But they were really close in, like, they, their their guts were very very similar, so I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. it was. But yeah, yeah. well, they, they're essentially the same. So yes, yes, correct. Um, yeah, the sticker but, uh, is different, you know Josh. <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah, the process <laughs> you know, was refined. Really, the process was refined. It's really interesting in that GPUs, modern GPUs, have a tremendous amount of performance to them. I mean, they can crunch numbers, and you know, as games get more and more complex. They're asked to do, you know, a lot more interesting things. But it's it's kind of an interesting because this is the 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 whole, you know, there's more than one way to skin a cat. So they're using performance that's taken away from really complex functions in something that's less complex, but still visually appealing in that they can, you know, super, you know, scale this up. And it's a it's a really interesting you know, juggling routine to be able to do this. I mean, you know, with, with um, NVIDIA, with DLSS, they actually use the, the machine learning, the, the matrixy uh, calculations uh, to, to be able to do this and do it really effectively and really interestingly with DLSS 2.0. And so it's, you know, AMD's taken a different route in that it's more general purpose, uh, but it's a really, really interesting way of, of kind of looking at how to make an image look better and still get good edge definition. And like Sebastian was talking about, you know, menu items and, and text and stuff like that without blurring everything up beyond recognition. And uh, yeah, it's it's not as good looking as DLSS. And uh, really it, it seems to hit its stride at 4K, anything above that, you're getting some strange, you know, uh, performance and, and kind of, uh, um, things don't look as, as good. It gets even blurrier, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really fascinating how they get it all to go. I mean, they, they take performance away from other things and I mean, you're running at lower resolution internally, uh, but you're gaining overall performance by doing some very, very clever things. And, uh, you know, we're going to see much more of this in the future because, Process technology ain't getting any easier. Uh, and where we're really going to see gains is in design and in software. And so we're not going to get these easy jumps with, you know, more density, more performance, lower power. Uh, they're going to have to think outside of the box. And this is a, a both companies, NVIDIA and, and AMD. I mean, they're they're doing exactly that. They're, they're giving consumers a lot more for their money than what they originally expected. And I think that's positive. Of course, you know, we still have to balance that against not being able to buy new video cards. But that seems to be getting better because I actually saw two recent video cards on Newegg and they stayed there for a while. It was only a 1650 at like 300 and some odd dollars. But still, those had typically been bought up nonstop. And then I saw actually a 6700 for 900 which is not a great price. It's double the price. But again, it, it stayed there for a while. And I haven't seen that 
in ages. But yeah, back to super resolution. It's it's a neat, it's a good option to have for users if you want to use it. And it makes things more playable at higher resolutions to give you a little bit better visual quality overall if that's what you're looking for. Or well, more frames at a at a still very acceptable resolution. Yeah. Or, or image quality. Reasonable. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. offense to those people that like blurry slideshows. Stop. Oh, speaking this of, is not a Vaseline slideshow. You know, I, I was going to say, is like I prefer to spread Vaseline over my monitor, but that's <laughs> it's quicker. Personal choice. Yeah. Yeah. Josh, I think the uh, the crackdown in China that happened on miners over there is actually having a positive That's my influence. pick. Don't. Yeah. Let's, let's not jump Don't ahead of ourselves. Let's talk no, more about uh, FSR. Now, if you look at outlets like TechSpot, I don't remember if they also had photos. Essentially, what I would like to see and what I need to do myself are photos of a monitor. But even then, you're going to run into problems when you downsample and compress for, for the internet. Here's an example of what I'm talking about. There's a comparison in the TechSpot review of native 4K versus FSR ultra quality. And this is a JPEG image. So already there's oh. lossy compression being applied. So when Good you point, when you go to like compare these two, I'm going to zoom in. Okay. So here's uh, ultra quality. Let's get, let's look at his hair. Okay. It looks like garbage. This is all averaged out to hell. Where's, where's the NVIDIA well, Trez effects? Hey, hold on. Hold on a second. Your point is should be well understood here. Those are JPEG blocking artifacts at that Correct. at that zoom level. Yeah. Okay. So if I'm so really trying to get... Okay, let's look at the F FSR image. Okay. Let's zoom in on something like his hair. It's like, oh, wait, it's the same... You're blocking. still seeing JPEG blocking artifacts. Those like are 8x8 eight eight squares. So, I mean, if you just look at it like zoomed out... Okay, let's look at the detail of the sword here. You can still make out like the pattern at the what is this the the nub the Pom hilt? the pommel the pommel, pommel. Okay. yeah and, okay, and uh, it's the leg armor you need to be focused on leg man. armor it's the, oh the I see leg more details here yeah okay. right there all right so let's go let's go over and look at the FSR image and look it's still there. fine uh, there's a little <laughs> bit of blurring on the pommel here yeah it's 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 worse. Okay, I didn't notice that before. Yeah, not horribly so. So even yeah, with the, the JPEG, nice. you can see that. But it's not, True. it's very minimal. And imagine, this is like, this is something that's going to be in motion. Look, you you're get not pausing you get, stuff to look at it when it's in motion. The, the problem is you're getting quantization and high frequency roll off in the JPEG compression anyway. So, and, and color shifting and all that. So there's, there's problems. Why didn't they save it as a PNG? Come on. I know. But yeah, the bandwidth... That, that, Oh, they, gotcha. Maybe the maybe the reasons. Maybe they have a policy. Mm. Maybe they weren't thinking about it. Is kind of probably true. Back in the day, Ryan Ryan's rule, at least when I started, was try to just keep your images keep your images to two megabytes or less. So I was throwing up just huge image files, and I used PNGs a lot too. Like that's oh, close to can. two megs. It's fine. So instead of like okay. I meant maybe up to two, and I was always doing like at two. I was having Photoshop export at, you know, 2048 <laughs> kilobytes. So, uh, like, oh, okay. So well, I should really do one megabyte then? But the thing is that that way you're sort of avoiding uh, Muller's ratchet. What? The idea that once, once you've posted a, an image to the internet, the only thing it can become is worse. 
as it gets Very cropped, true. down sampled, yeah. like they're it, it's right. irreversible. It will never get better. Yeah. That makes sense. Anyway, just like life after marriage. Oh, oh come on! That? It's just like life. Thanks, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, nah, I'm not even going down that road. So, uh, Andre in the YouTube chat says that the Ryzen 9 5900X has been in stock all day at B&H Photo. See, these are good signs. It's very good. Even if the prices are high, the fact that Josh is pointing out they're sticking around longer, what this means yeah. is people are not jumping on them at that price. Eventually, they're going to have to lower the price. Ooh, yes. That closer to list, it's going to happen. We knew it was going to happen. Bitcoin I think is it's going to happen sooner than you thought. I think yeah. it's going to be end of summer, early fall, is that we'll see reasonable amounts of product online at, at around MSRP. The cracks are there. Jeremy will tell us about yeah. it later. Yeah. Later. And very briefly, I just want to point out that, of course, as is tradition here at PC Perspective, we record this podcast on Wednesday nights most of the time. It's been a while since we've had a Thursday show. Tomorrow, I mean, it wouldn't have been a bad move to have this tomorrow if mm. people really care about Windows 11. But Microsoft, of course, is having an event tomorrow. Join us to see what's next for Windows. The live stream is at 11 a.m. Eastern. Hashtag Microsoft event. I can't wait. Tomorrow you at 11. You shouldn't have brought this up. Tomorrow while I'm editing the podcast, I will have Are this you watching another this? window. You're watching this tomorrow, aren't oh, you? Oh, absolutely. Oh, no. Riveting. I, I, the, there is no way in hell I'm watching this because I am <laughs> so, so incredibly annoyed by some of the stuff that's coming out. Oh, my gosh. You're going to be on the hook for this rollout, aren't you? HK classes root. You're going to start doing almost everything out of HK classes root. Really? Why? Y you're going to. Well, first off, because you were warned never to do that because it's one of the more insecure parts of the registry to around with. But so all of a sudden, HKCU current user isn't going to be able to override certain things. Uh, and GPO does not get along very well with classes root. So what is just everyone running their own little personal cloud here and nobody has to worry about corporate settings of windows anymore it's enough to start making me say you know what screw it let's make this year the Linux this oh. is but the other thing is that they've they've changed it. it's gone from Windows to Windows I'm not sure I understand the straight on from Windows to Windows you're right oh. if you don't get the reference you haven't been paying attention to yes. the uh, leaked icon the way that they the way that they, they turned yeah. the icon, yeah. So, no, this is know, going to be a cluster. Uh, Apple shifted. Like, Apple icons are head-on. So now, of course, Microsoft icons have to be head-on. Apply directly You're right. to the forehead. A lot of Apple icons used to be at, like, a not 45, but, like, 25 degrees? Just a little bit off? Yeah, I've... Uh, yeah, but, uh, but also, they're, they're in the middle, which is wonderful, because we've now got monitors that are... You know, 49 inches across. And it's like, take my mouse, go to the start menu. Josh, are you dragging, uh, are you bragging about your length again? Is that what you're doing? No, no, this is only the, the 34 inch uh, 
Alienware. Okay. Josh, so. you're not going to get no, anywhere with this completely correct argument with Brett because Brett puts his taskbar up on the t like the left side of every monitor. I do. Oh, I do. Yeah, He's he like, does. what is the problem? Hey, what do you mean? What do you mean the center? It's always, it's always on the left. It's always no. on the left. The yeah, fact that yeah. it's centered yeah. now yeah. makes a lot of but, sense. Uh, because of what Josh but just said, because we're not living in the era of the four three or five four aspect monitor anymore, it's time to put it in the middle, where it should have been all no, along. It's not okay. It's, so you can agree to disagree. The Windows button. What? The thing in your bottom well, power left -hand users corner. Do shortcuts anyway. So what do you care where the where the task? Keyboard is? shortcuts are pretty much where it's at. People are not power users in my. Why don't we just Why don't company. we just use use command prompt all the time? I would. Yes. I agree. And if you're comfortable, I have that, to. Why don't you just use Linux? Yeah. Because you know what Teams has done. If you're sharing your screen with Tim Teams and you try and run something as administrator, well, we better cut off your mouse access because you could be do some something nefarious here. This is by default and can't be turned off. So yeah, I've been using uh, Command Prop a lot more lately than I used to be because the keyboard still works. Anyway. Yeah, we should move on to our first Linux for the tomorrow. Win. Linux to our first sponsor. Imagine no crowds and no waiting. Clear is the touchless way to keep you moving through airports, stadiums, and other venues. I'll be using it myself on my next trip. With Clear, all you need is you. After a quick one-time enrollment with your government-issued ID, you can just use your face or eyes to keep you moving through security with speed and confidence. Over 5.5 million people are already using Clear for faster entry today, and you can too. Enrollment is fast and easy. Head over to clearme.com pcper for more information and use our offer code pcper to get your first two months free. They even have friendly ambassadors to help you finish the process so you can start using Clear right away. Get back out there and start traveling again. And using Clear is the absolute best way to help you get back to what you love. They have locations in over 35 airports across the country, making it safer, easier, and faster to reunite with loved ones and take that much-needed vacation. It works great with PreCheck too. And right now, for a limited time, you can get your first two months of Clear for free. Go to clearme.com slash pcper and use code pcper. That's C-L-E-A-R-M-E dot com slash pcper and with offer code pcper for your first two months of Clear free. Are you doing a face-off thing right now? Just checking. Hold on. I, I really Number hate two. the movie, but I will still bring it up. What? All right. I have no idea what's going on. Hang on, hang on. Do it again. Oh, okay, hold on, hold on. Take your face. Oh, you're doing it. You're there. Stop. That's it. You got the one. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, all right, that's staying in. Our next no one, news story. Nobody will get that. Our next news story. Let's just cl click over to the uh, other monitor. Intel. Intel, oh, Intel, Intel. They've made some changes. I was actually enjoying uh, this read quite a bit this morning. Jeremy concisely wrote it up. Everything you need to know. I'm not even going to click on the source link at the register. I'm just going to read what Jeremy wrote, or Jeremy can. But Pat Gelsinger has done some... You knew this was going to happen. You get a new CEO. They're going to make some... Kicking Pat. Kicking Pat. Kicking people to the curb. Yeah. No, one person's out. Who's out? Is anybody new, out? New, Nomi, no, Numi oh, Sabar. Yes, Navin Shinoy leaving the company next week. Rivera, who's been the chief people officer, will go to be the head of the network platforms group. On the data side, Nick McCown, will, uh, who left Barefoot Networks in 2019, will handle the networking side. Raja, 
He is Raji ain't so going anywhere but up. <sighs> yep. He's going to be heading an expanded graphics division as Intel focuses on competing with NVIDIA in AI, machine learning, and other HPC applications that NVIDIA is using to make inroads in the server market. So yeah, they they see like the threat there. Gaining traction. They got some traction there. I think they're... Well, they got some... Uh, that's why you wear boots recently. to bed. I don't know what that means. For traction? No, you traction. should be glad. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened here? What just happened? <laughs> I don't understand. You, you got uh, caught, Brett, is what happened. I, you I guys got happened. I did. I'm like, and I have to say, oh, just, it's, it's a 2 4 on the uh, bingo square. Josh is turning red and making the uh, the sound inappropriate yeah. comments. Yeah, the inappropriate comments. Oh, yeah, it's, tr it's a red. triple. That is a, that is a pretty That's shade of pink there, Josh. Triple on top. Thank you. Thank you. Get a little bit of snaggle push. That was, a, that was a triple. I didn't even follow it. So. Uh, well,. Uh, well, no, I, I mean, Raja's got his work cut out for him because uh, what he's going to be trying to do is uh, challenge NVIDIA in the uh, server room. And the plus side is that that means that the the consumer side is also going to benefit. Like, there, there's no question that the stuff that you're buying, the the, the integrated Intel is going to get better as well. But uh, Raja's got to cut out for him if they're going to be going after NVIDIA and HPC. Well, I mean, aren't they saying that DGX2 is about 3060 Ti to 3070 speed? Uh, that's they, what they say. They've got to break it away from the dedicated motherboards because I guess a lot of the firmware is probably downloaded from the board right now because it's very, yeah. it's kind of like broken out of the DGX. Yeah, the DGX1 you know, space. is not a, yes. Yeah, it's not no. a real consumer product. No, no. Because I mean, it firmware, is, but it's not. Yeah. It, because it only works with very specialized boards that download the firmware directly to it or some interface logic that you can't get any other way. So it's not really transportable yet. Not at all. I'm waiting for a real not product still. Yes, I want, exactly. I want to be able Maybe to reach out and grab an Intel. Right. Maybe it's DG2. GPU. Maybe the it's DG2. i740. Like this yeah. one. Yes, this is the yeah. i740. You know what? We should, ask, we should just ask Alan. He's in the chat. Why doesn't he just tell us? He should just tell us. This is some rather generic looking one, but it's gold though. It's nice. It is. Nice. I also have the, the um, diamond. It's attractive. It's attractive. I think this is yeah. No, it's not some other video card. Oh, that's another video card. Oh, it's a Pro Designer 2S. I don't know where the other one is. I have one of the uh, diamond uh, i740s too, somewhere, somewhere up here in this area. Starfighter. Did you know? 3D. Now you know that Silverstone. Stop oh, oh by the way, the golden fingers. You're the, upsetting people. Silverstone. You might be aware they love to. They love density, power supply density. They they were the first, I think, to have a 700 watt SFX power supply, 750. Look at this. They have hey. crammed a thousand watts into SFX L. It's an Which, L. So that gives L. them like another. Yeah, but nobody else an is inch. doing this. So you, you oh, well, okay. No. And that's kind of the tone it's of the FPS no. review article too. Like, in, to, <laughs> to the, in their defense, they did say, "Well, we actually haven't tested an SFXL power supply before." SFXL is the best because it allows you to have that small footprint SFX power supply. If you have just a little bit more length for it, you have a bigger fan, which means less noise. Yes, that's true. It is actually true. Yeah, I would always build with SFXL if I could in a small case. Just because well, of the not every noise. case gives you that extra inch, inch and a half. Then you and find another case, <clears throat> Brett. 
Did you happen to see that there? And you just um, try harder, okay? <laughs> mod <laughs> modular it. connectors. Their modular connectors are actually external. They're outies. They're not innies. You know what? So I, have to, I don't think I've ever stared at the connectors on the back of the power supply. This is hard this enough. is SFXL plus plus the connectors. But but Silverstone is the maker of those awesome short ribbon cables. You can buy a set oh, for like twenty five well, bucks for your SFX for your uh, mini ITX build. I'm sure that makes you have up to, for it. Those these always have to be used together. You always get a Silverstone SFX and their short cable set. You would I don't know why you would not. Anyway, uh, they're concluding. This is the FPS review. Go to the FPS review to read their full review of this new SX one thousand. They give it a silver award. They are uh, shocked and alarmed at how expensive it is, but you're always going to pay for density when it's new. What's uh, what's the price on it? Like three eighteen. That is a bit pricey. Well, I mean, in density. the current you're market, start- it's hard to gauge pricing. Are you, oh. you going to start singing the density song? I don't know the density song. Did you ever watch Josh, tell Young us. Frankenstein? Young, Young Frankenstein. Frankenstein? Oh. Yeah, I've seen Young Frankenstein. Yeah. When he Look at the density. Look at the size of those knockers. Anyway. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you, Doctor. Density. All right. Um, Thank you, Doctor. <laughs> uh, Jeremy wrote up a story what? about counterfeit. Can you imagine... Okay, well done. This is a great picture. I know. This is great. There the doesn't appear to be a whole lot going on under the oh hood here. <laughs> that was a thing back in the day. This is a CPU uh, uh, with, so with no CPU. It's just a green board. I think just, that was actually a Pentium, uh, but it was the, the most IHS. possible, possibly great thing that I could find. Wow. Great photo. So yeah. tell us more. Uh, well, I mean, it's all awful news because no one really wants to find out that uh, that shipping container, because it, it's not just one or two chips. It, it's like literal shipping containers are arriving somewhere and they're getting emptied out and being replaced with boxes full of things that weigh about the exact same amount. Oh, like rocks and sticks and things? Yeah. Uh, regardless, whatever, so that, you know, the the... When they look and they tear it, the, the, the gross weight and the terror weight come out as we would expect. And even better, it's not just full-out CPUs like this. It's the bits and bobs that are being shipped around uh, in Middle East Asia to create the semiconductors or to handle the fouls uh. that are apparently disappearing and getting substituted with other things. Because on the other hand, there's a supply shortage. Your boss is screaming at you. You need to produce X amount of this widget in this amount of time. I don't care what it takes. Okay, so boss, now usually we go to a supplier and we'd vet them. And we'd make sure their credit works out. We'd make sure that there's good references. You know, we'd spend a month making sure that whatever is good is good. Yeah, well, we need those out tomorrow. So I can just go with these guys then. Where's your due diligence, man? All you need to do is make sure that we have that tomorrow. Because the boss will never say, yeah, I authorize it. It's just, you have to do it. So they do it. And yeah, they get a big shipping container full of rocks and twigs. And not much else. And so now they're even further behind on the supply chain. So yeah, there's always someone willing to make things a little bit worse. 
just a little bit worse. You know, it's yeah. that it's that famous saying. There's always one more son of a bitch than you ever accounted for. That's a good one. And it's true. Yep. Let's unmute my microphone and then move quickly. Let's move quickly. We've been doing this for about 48 minutes. And for some reason, oh my gosh, we're a short show. Seems longer. Uh, Fallout London. Jeremy, is this another? I love Fallout. Fallout 4 mod project. Oh, but. It's not America the Beautiful, it now is it? Hey, Fallout was worldwide. It's actually London. And it actually looks kind of amusing. Because, I mean, that, that was sort of one of the big things about Fallout is, you know, American exceptionalism and, oh, look, we blew up the world, but we still do it. And we're still there. Now, if, if you want to be a postal... Oh, I like the homage to the original Fallout 3. Oh, they do such a beautiful job on this. Yeah. I, or at least a beautiful job on the trailer. And it looks... Because wow, one of the things like Fallout great. 4 engine is that they're doing is that they've improved it. Every mod is improving on this engine. But yeah, if you want to play a insane post-apocalyptic Night of Camelot, this is your game. <laughs> Yeah, there is still, you know, maybe or maybe not a a ruler. Uh, Buckingham Palace is pretty well tightened up and no one's getting into it. But it looks kind of amusing and a little bit different from a a bunch of the other ones that they've done. Uh, The voice acting, at least in the trailer, seems like a lot of fun. And, you know, just it's, it's an interesting one. They do have uh, a couple of weapons that you can uh, add to Fallout 4, but unfortunately it's going to be a while before this one comes out, just like every other Fallout 4 mod that I mentioned. Mm. So what's the uh, percentage complete on this one? Like, how far away are they from like, yes. playable? Oh, the answer perfect. is yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, Everybody they've, get they've got like a couple that. of assets that you can add to your game, and that's uh, about where we are. And a trailer. Hey, the trailer is important. It did look good. Um, the next on our list, apparently we've had some communication with Alan. Very proud of this he product, did. I am assuming. He is. The Tweak Town review. Oh, was that, that in the same conversation as the front butt? <laughs> <laughs> it's different. Really? Okay. But things to be proud of. Oh, no, look of. at Discord. You're going to be scarred for life. Okay. Oh, no. All right. I won't. Um, yes, HR mentioned this. Okay. No one cares. Uh, Intel's ha- they have the world's fastest SSD again. Apparently, not now, Samsung. In all fairness, Alan did give the uh, give the rundown on this in the uh, in the Intel presentation, it and it looked pretty darn fast. Oh, that's right. Yes. You attended that one, not me. So I, I did. What what is going on with this? Why is it the world's fastest SSD? Uh, well, I'm not sure what, um, according what to Tweaktown wrote up. Well, according to Tweaktown, yeah, go right ahead. <laughs> yeah, he sent he he linked over to this. So like, uh, drive <clears> details. <throat> this is an enterprise drive. This is not like some thing you're just going to oh. go out and buy for a hundred. Yeah, bucks. that's not why I linked to, to it. To be clear, mm-hmm. it's very expensive. Thousand forty-four dollars. Yep. For U.2 U.2 U.2. U.2. factor, you CCI Express four point It's now remember it's U.2 interface. No, it's not so really U.2. It's not. Well, what do you mean? What do you mean? It's well, I mean, it is, but good luck plugging that into your motherboard without an adapter. Yeah, you need an adapter. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so Keep going. You'll see the U.2. There you are. See? Okay. 
That's U.2, but... But what? And look at the heat sink. Yeah. Huge tracts of heat sink. This reminds me of those Western Digital, like, uh, Raptor drives. You know, the two and a half inch ones. They had the heat sink. I think that's a good callback. Because, I mean, you have sometimes you have to produce some heat to make things go really fast. Well, as Alan says, you know, Nand likes to be hot, warm. It, It likes to be warm. It doesn't need to be cooled. But that controller, man, look at these numbers. Every what what it's enterprise insane. drive but I'm just like what enterprise drive review shouldn't have a crystal disc mark oh sure result. This is I mean kind of ridiculous. Yeah. But I mean they, they go a little bit further than that. Good. I would hope so. Because I, I mean, mean you know, but that's... this is over seven thousand megabytes a second sequential at Q depth eight, but that's not unheard of for a fast like one of those Sabrin, um PCIe four drives will do seven thousand. I but, but you're really really running random four K. The random four K is good, but but you're really <laughs> running you know databases on this uh, analysis, deep data analysis type stuff in the enterprise space. It so this this that, that access method you know really doesn't make a lot of sense. No, and look, well, and keep scrolling because it gets a little better. Oh, an X because that yeah, sure. is my point. What? The reason I linked to this was not because of the unobtainium. The reason I linked to this is because it's actually a study in PCIe 4.0 implementations. Oh, okay. They did this on a, a Z590 mm. and an X570. Mm. And it's very interesting because the results do not stay the same. This, this one actually uh, favored AMD a little bit more. Yeah, and that's not what Alan said company. would happen. <laughs> well, that's the thing is depends on the benchmark you run. Well, I also think it really depends. We, uh, we could talk about this. Well, and Q, no, Let's scroll wait. down further. Okay. Go for the juicy bit. Okay. Four uh, K or what is this? Oh, four uh, K. Oh, random Q-Depth. Q-Depth read. Interesting. So T1. low Q depth, random four K. Suddenly, the Z five ninety is way ahead. Yeah, wait till you get to the X seventy. So random writes. So where where is that uh, AMD board? Wait, is it? Oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. Man. Okay. Wow. For audio listeners, the Intel P5800X with the Z590 platform is getting you 440 megabytes per second random 4K depth one. The X570 board with the same drive, 361. That yeah. is 80 megabytes slower. With the same, I mean, generally they use an Intel test bed, so a lot of the other stuff is done on the Intel test bed. But uh, yeah. this this really sort of shows that you know. Wow. I'll keep going. Ignore the senior cruise package. Okay. I know you want to. I was, I was, <laughs> I was right. interested. I mean, you know, cruises are coming back. <laughs> you can go back to it. Uh, let's see. Um, read score. So again, yeah, again, reads. Yeah. Pretty close. But yeah. still, a thousand higher with not quite yeah. a thousand, but. Man, those those rights. I wonder how much of this has to do with the implementation of like just the way that Intel you uh, memory interfaces with. I mean, storage. when you've got the processor, well, the motherboard, and the storage coming from the same company, yes, there's going to well, be. Hang a on bit a sec. This is this is a U.2 interface. So, what interface did uh, they use okay. to get on to get on both of these boards? 
That's true. That's really X570 does not have you to support See, at any point, they, does it? This is one of the things that annoys them me about these guys is they don't actually give the full rundown of mm. how they do their testing. Okay. That would that, that, that would be that, kind that's of could be the limitation of whatever controller they're using on like a PCI Express card at that point. That yeah. that's what I'm thinking. That okay. Well, it, maybe it's a factor. Not that that's everything to blame, but it might be part of it. You, you don't know. Yeah, and I don't think they actually mentioned using a. Uh, did they uh, use an adapter card, or was it just an adapter uh, ribbon? Well, I mean, they they have to. Speaking of right? adapters, so? I have to uh, leave the frame for a moment to plug in this laptop, or it's going to die. But yeah, when, once you get into like the AES SSD stuff and the hundred gig write tests, yeah, there's it's it's a big difference and so i'm very interested to see if this is just did intel actually benefit from holding off on pci 4.0 and implemented a bit better or are we just looking at uh the fact that you know this is intel through and through so shockingly it works better on an intel platform you would hope they're product would work better on their own platform wouldn't you that's that that was the word that i heard is that they they had tuned it so that it worked pretty well on their own platform weird so okay. i think they're the first <laughs> manufacturer to ever do that let's pause right here to hear from our second sponsor of the show molecule is a company reimagining the future of clean air starting with the air purifier their core technology, PICO, or photoelectric chemical oxidation, actually destroys harmful pollutants in the air, including viruses, bacteria, mold, and chemicals. It's not just collecting them on a filter. Let's be clear, Molecule's PICO technology doesn't just collect pollutants on a filter of some kind, it demolishes them, on a molecular level even. Instead of just collecting pollutants like other air purifiers, Molecule air purifiers destroy them. In fact, PICO destroys pollutants 1,000 times smaller than what HEPA standards test for. PICO technology is scientifically proven to break down pollutants to their safer molecular components without producing ozone, which can be a lung irritant. Molecule's PICO technology and filtration systems have been rigorously tested and verified by even third-party labs. Molecule believes in the scientific disclosure and makes their testing data public. For a limited time, save up to $120 on Molecule Air Purifiers by visiting Molecule.com. That's M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E.com and use our promo code PCPER. Enjoy free shipping and a 30-day at-home trial. That's code PCPER at Molecule.com. We're back and we're going to hear very briefly about a couple of reviews you can read at PCPER.com <clears throat> this very week. They're live on the website right now. They have pictures, they have text, they have it all. Brett, what Some can you charts tell us? and graphs. Yeah, I can tell, tell you about, about these. Oh, wait, wait. Your camera. Yes. Oh, hold on. Yep. About these two devices. Oh, they look like, uh, what are those? Well, let, me, let me see if I can. We're, don't they hide do. the gold. Yeah. Sorry. Don't Sorry. hide the highlight. Ah, ah, I'm trying to get it right here. Hold on. Okay. He loves it gold. Properly. So that's the SN. See, come on. That Hynix drive is kind of pretty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I compared these two drives, a reasonably well respected. Uh, SN750 WD Black drive, which yeah. has uh, have been uh, favorably reviewed uh, many times, uh, to the uh, relatively, in my mind, uh, newcomer, the SK Hynix Gold P31 NVMe. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Weirdly enough, that Gold P31 NVMe actually outperformed, in my tests, the SN750 drive. Not by a lot in at least Crystal Dismark, about 10% or so in, in rough uh, magnitude, but it actually did uh, outperform it. Does it have the longevity? 
I don't know. I, I personally have used it for about 50 hours. It's a nice, fast uh, drive. The um, uh, okay. numbers off of um, off of uh, PC Mark were a little bit different. You can see the 2286 on the SN750 and 3213 on uh, on the SK Hynix. Is this track. the fast or the <clears throat> full? The full one, I believe. Okay. It's the middle one. There's three. I think I, I picked the middle one on that one. So storage data score of 2286 with the yeah, SN750. Yep. Yeah, you can see with the GT710 to rocket in that system. And, oh, and the for the audio listeners, this is with the core Intel uh, 10700K. Uh, and I think, uh, I can't remember how much memory is in it, but it's not really material for this particular test. No, it shouldn't be. But yeah. I mean, but, that's uh, you a can thousand points higher. Could you say yeah. that it's not germane to it's our conversation? It's not germane. To the issue? It, yeah, it's not germane to the issue. That, uh, um, apparently, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what? what that accent was. Apparently, uh, including a test rig setup was not on the schedule. Is that oh, yes. Yeah. Well, I did mention it. It actually you is did? listed in. How much in, RAM? Yeah, it's a, it, that matters. Uh, uh, I, honestly, so, I think it was. I think it was 16 gig. But this is but it really doesn't it's matter. a quick it was a quickie review. It was better it was. than just doing a post about it. I'm like you've got enough stuff here, just do a quick review. And he yeah. did. And and more importantly, at the end I pointed out, hey, these things are on sale at this time. So this is really a good deal. These was things that are like because we're coming we were in are we still in the midst of Amazon Prime madness? Unfortunately, it may it's have like going may have, away oh. in an hour. Oh wow. Okay. So, yeah, so a lot of listeners. Hey, if if you want, go check this thing out. This SK Honix drive, this one terabyte. And I think the 500 also may be on sale, but this was like 10 or 15 or 20% off. Definitely go take a look because it's one of those, hey, click here for a coupon on Amazon. If you're in the market okay. for this drive, but you could do pretty well. Once it's been out there, I don't know. It's just these things, that, all the prices are starting to normalize. It's good Very true. another option out there. I, and I can't speak to the longevity. Like I said, I've personally only used it for about 50 hours. No errors. <laughs> no errors. What would you expect? I would hope not. <laughs> no. Yeah, the no, sample it's, it's that we received, fine. it's already erroring out after. Yeah, getting that, a lot I would tell screens, you that. But it's so was, fast. If that was the case. No, it's not doing that. <laughs> but no, really, it's fine. really, really, really quick. I looked at another motherboard, another Tai Chi. It feels like just last year that I was reviewing the Z490 Tai Chi because I was. And this time I didn't tear it all down and try to do what, like a. Uh, PCB board analysis and get all fancy and stuff. Like, look, it's a Z590 board. This is a one-generation board. If you want Alder Lake, you're going to have to move up to an LGA 1700 platform. Do you like the way this looks? Do you like the features that it has? Do you want Z590? Here's an option. But look at this. Look at this. Video viewers oh. are seeing the GIF of the phenomenon... That is the moving gear. Were you able the... to replicate this in real life? Yes. Not this camera move. I don't have the right rig well, that's, for this um, camera move. That's under glass or under It's under plastic? a glass or possibly okay. plastic panel. And mm -hmm. when you turn the system on, it starts to move around. I, I could not find a setting for it to do it, to manipulate it myself. I wanted to just hit a button in the motherboard software and make the gear turn around. Or maybe I thought, oh, maybe it turns when it's under load or something. I don't really know. I just know that when you start it up, the gear turns like something's really working under there. And isn't that what really matters? Because they've they've had this kind of like gear detailing, Motif. yeah, on the the um, steampunk. The, 
Yeah, it's very steampunk. These have a, a dark gunmetal gray, copperish kind of look to them. Not so much did, this um, one as the last generation. There's a little bit less did copper. You, did you wear your welding glasses while you were testing this? Because maybe you, you should have, actually. So, Yeah. I did point yeah. out that the back has this attractive metal shielding. I said, uh, metal black plates provide a premium look when the board isn't installed in anything. Because, <laughs> you know, after you install it, it's like, it's what, why is that even? Too true. Too true. So anyway, lots of views of the board. The heat sinks. Well, I mean, it, nice it does charge. help when we have extremely heavy GPUs. Oh, and it's I'm glad you provide. Because, st- yeah. I'm glad you brought that oh, up. Oh, hey, Josh. 40 millimeter fan. Uh, because, look, this has the. Avoid a bar- embarrassing GPU sag once and for all. No. <laughs> the patent pending <laughs> GPU holder. How does it's it work? It's patent pending. Look, it's got know, a slidey thing. Show it to it us. It looks better than the card I jack AMD used to sell me with good. a graphics card. It's a metal bracket that you attach to the side you of know, the board. You know, I've got something where, like that attached where to my is chair. It? <laughs> Do you have it? Did it? Was it included? Yes, it was. All right, look at this. Look what else is included. Yeah, An 40 millimeter fan, fan bracket. 40. It comes with a 30 millimeter fan in a bracket. Oh, but even you have better. This optional 40 millimeter fan. And as I hilariously pointed out, active cooling on VRMs really blows. <laughs> you, you have to read the reviews for those subtle things. And I mentioned this last week that this also includes the patent pending Lightning, no relation to Apple, gaming ports, where you have two different controller interfaces for the mouse and keyboard. So that you don't have this awkward collision anymore. I mean, look uh, at this. No, no more look traffic, at these, bro. Look at all the that w smooth and traffic. The two and the S. They're, they're like, oh, no, no. Oh, crammed together traffic. with your mouse movements. Ah! But then. <laughs> and there's a the crossing guard saying, like, nope, you can't oh, do look it at now. That smooth cursor movement. So yeah, they have two different controllers. Look at that smooth traffic. Never have a mouse cursor event collide with a WASD again. Why just use the PS2 port? Well, this doesn't have one. Well, unlike previous Mama don't boards, take my PS2 they port drop away. the PS2 exactly. port. Can you believe it? No. No what guns I, and roses. What I really wanted to talk about was the BIOS. Because well, the only thing that really interests me about these Intel uh, boards is... I wasn't guns and roses. How Stick will, my guns in the ground. How will the Let's motherboard Let's go down to Firmware City where the bits are fat. <laughs> I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to power through this. How do they really? approach power you limits can't. on an Intel CPU? Here is the screen showing the defaults. These are the setup defaults when I booted it up, updated the BIOS to P160, the latest version. Long duration power limit was a mere 4,095.875 watts. Oh, yeah. Talk, talk Sorry, about what? the short like the, duration the power the limit CPU. was 4,095.875 watts. What kind of capacitors do you have on this mofo? <laughs> Not enough for that. How did this That's compare to using super caps? <laughs> How does this compare to using C- <laughs> the CPU on other boards? Well, they only have one other Z590 board here, and it's the Maximus not, yeah. uh, 13 Hero. So oh, compared here, to this is the chart. Splicing. This was it. I did it. Uh, so the Maximus 13 Hero. Remember, I, I, if you are an ardent listener, you'll know that I first tested it on BIOS 0605, only to have a new BIOS come down shortly before the review was set to go live, 0704, which dramatically improved performance. So if you look at the Blender Classroom render, it's CPU cycles. This is all cores, all threads. 
it took it down from 444 or 447 seconds down to 429.7 seconds just with a BIOS update. This is both with no limits enforced or anything, the same Intel Core i9-11900K CPU. Now this, this ASRock Tai Chi board, again, with those ridiculous 4,095 watt limits and essentially no limits, took it 450 seconds. So a little bit longer than that 0605 BIOS on the Hero but nowhere near as fast as that 0704 BIOS update. Now, there was a, another feature that I haven't really talked about called the Dual Tau Boost, which I'm thinking, oh, this is the thing that's going to enable the, the high, you know, the really fast clocks and the insane power limits. And No, that actually enforces power limits. Let me show you what I'm talking about. We'll look at some other... Anyway, all you need to know about these results is they're fairly close, but... In the all-core test, the Maximus 13 Hero dominates, but in the high single-threaded performance gaming GPU-type tests, the ASRock board is on top by a little bit. Dota 2 and in um, TimeSpy, it was a little bit better. And if you look at the frequency, here's just the difference in frequency between Auto and Dual Tau on the ASRock Tai Chi board. Whereas you can see right here, after you reach that first um, duration of about 28 seconds, it drops down to uh, considerably slower from 4.8 gigahertz down to about 4.54, 4.55. And then at about 128 seconds, it drops again to about 4. Point, it settles at about 4.2 gigahertz. And what's going on here is 100% power related. So one of them is, is operating at about 211 watts. The other one is 211 down to 165, down to 125. And it stays at 125 for the duration of the test, which is the TDP of the CPU. So this is normal behavior. This is your 28, 112. I mean, you can, you can set the, the PL1, PL2, and the Tau yourself if you want to. But And if you look at... I then brought in the, uh, the Asus board under BIOS 0704. It is maintaining five gigahertz on all cores all the time. So, and I think I talked about that when I did the review, but it's just, it's just overclocking the CPU. And you think, okay, man, five gigahertz all core. And this is the same CPU sample. Look at the difference in performance here. And this is just set to auto. I want that free performance. Well, nothing is free in this world. And to get that kind of performance, look at the red line on this chart. It is pulling upwards of 270 watts consistently, uh, as opposed to the roughly 211 watts that the Tai Chi board will pull with the same CPU. You must is, have had uh, good cooling on this. What did you have on it? I was using like a 280 AIO on 100% oh. fans. So I was not I was under the, the thermal throttling mark for all these tests so I could just see what the power would do. So unfortunately, you have to come back down to earth with the Tai Chi board. You're not flying along at five gigahertz all core without doing anything. You do get a moving gear. And it's cheaper, yes. but here, look at the this is the big thing. The Z five four ninety Tai Chi. It was just a year ago. It's three hundred and sixty nine dollars has almost all the same features, and with the 11th gen CPU, you unlock a lot of the same support. Now, some of the stuff is gonna be lacking, but it's, it's, it's a very good option that is Gen 4 PCI compatible at 369. This board is 480 bucks 
Now, wait a minute. Did you say that the 11th gen CPU would be happy living in the Z490? It would with the BIOS update. Actually, no, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. It's not. It's it's 459. No. It's 459. So I'm I'm a little off there, but ultimately my point is these boards got a lot more expensive. They got like eighty dollars more expensive mm. gen over gen. I know everything's more expensive right now, but the 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 480 was actually the Asus board, so the they're pretty close. Would you get the Maximus 13 Hero Wi-Fi, whatever, for 480? Or would you no. get this one for 460? No. I, f- I feel like, I mean, <laughs> and why would you buy a Z590 board anyway? Well, really, there's Get a the, cheaper Z490 board unless you need... That 11 series. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. If you want to well, go from a, a platform that had a 10-core CPU down to one with an only an 8-core CPU, and you can never go any higher because all your lakes going to be on a different socket, then by all means, audio quality. A little but, 500 but, bucks on a new motherboard. Yeah. But it does it have the anti-dust shield? Nothing has the old anti-dust shield anymore. That's too bad because you need to click on the, that link uh, and go to 146. Was one that minute Thor? 46. No, it was ECS. Was that the Thor? Oh, yeah. Thor? No, there used to be the other anti-dust shield, the active dust protection. Huh. Oh, this is going back way too many CESs. This is 2012. Yeah, ECS came out right. with the anti-dust shield, and they had the live demo of the guy in the black shirt. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he, they, they called him Talcum X after this, and you'll see why <laughs> if, if you do play the uh, the video. No, you got why, why do I have to play the video? I don't know. Uh, why not? Okay, anyway, well, you know, maybe after show, you can fine. show people. All right, yeah, we'll do that in the after show. I'm pulling up Discord. ACS ADS. Go look it up. I spent way too long on that motherboard anyway. The problem with it is anyway. that it's Z590 and that it's too expensive. Hmm. But you get PCIe 4.0. Yes, you do. You get more lanes of it. You sure do. Wait, no. did you not click the link on our staff... Uh, Discord. Yeah, like he literally gave it to you. <clears throat> He's it's in the you staff know, cooked on the a video right there. Oh, this is this is YouTube. Yeah, it's it's, the link is right there. It's right here. There he is. So he's showing the dust. Look bunnies. at all the dust. Oh no! Clearly, those oh, are no. Oh, those no. are naturally occurring dust bunnies, and not sure <laughs> they have not been placed there. <laughs> no. Black shirt. No worries. He's got a solution for you. Let's check it out. Okay. This is definitely after show territory here. But let's Yeah, watch but just it go to 146 anyway. because you've got okay. to see what he pours into. Yeah, the no, jail. jump ahead. 146. Yes, there you go. There you go. Here it goes. Paper towel? The dust what is goes. This? That that is totally not cocaine. I it is something else. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the dust shield, though. <laughs> it's, it's protecting everything from the dust. That's amazing. Wow. It's like a gutter. Wow. It is a gutter. <laughs> amazing. It's Look worked. at that. That PCIe, that top PCI Express slot is <laughs> so clean. Well protected. Look at that. Let's see the Let's difference. Let's see the difference. Let's see the difference. Okay. Let's. All right. 
Well, wait, wait, why is this saying with ads without ads? That's the active dust shield. Is that what ADS is? Anti dust shield. Shield. I thought this was like. Oh, the horror. Our patrons (laughs) see this without ads. No, okay. (laughs) Oh, good lord. Okay, and he's got it all over his shirt. And that's why. That that is true marketing. (laughs) Yeah. Right there. Is this their April Fool's thing? Like what? On no, it was real. No, they they marketed this. Okay. Well, that's our show this evening. Let's let's do some uh, picks of the week, and then get the hell out of here. Yeah. Um, Josh, me. You have one. Uh, you know what? You need to get if you've got the 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 Rocket Four or the Rocket Four Plus, you need to download the Sabrent control panel and uh it checks your firmware and apparently in the four plus uh it solves a lot of little issues and uh, increases overall performance so yeah download that puppy for upgrade update your firmware and uh you know unleash the potential of your product and no, Mirror, I don't know if there's a Linux version. I'm sorry. You're going to have to talk to Sabrent. Just, hey, look, you don't have to use a, a just product key to install Windows. Just download a Windows yeah. ISO, install it on a spare drive long enough to update your firmware, and then go back to using Linux again. Yeah. That's just my workaround. But I did it through the control panel, and you can, you can, you can upgrade your uh, firmware from there, plus get all kinds of information. Like, what is your current firmware, and how hot is it running, and, you know, what kind of uh, smart details can you get? I mean, all that. So, it's uh, it's a good deal. Do it. Excellent. Jeremy, what is your pick this week? Oh, I don't know. I'm just launching uh, Sabrent uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Live on the yeah, show. Great. There is uh, some really good news coming out of the Middle Kingdom. Some amazing news coming out of the Middle Kingdom. The Middle Kingdom. Uh, We're not talking uh, Lord of the Rings. You, you, you really don't. Okay, fine. That's that's okay. Uh, so in places like Sichuan, Inner Mongolia, and Xinjiang, the, China has essentially decided that Bitcoin sucks. They hate cryptocurrency. And so it, it's not just that cryptocurrency isn't worth anything in China anymore. It's if you get caught mining it, um, well... It's okay. They never really existed in the first place. We didn't make them disappear. But the fun thing about this is that an RTX 3060, which used to sell in China for about 2000 bucks, has gone down to about $700. Uh, some of the quadros have dropped from a couple of thousand dollars to $300. So the place where we're hoping our video cards are going to be shipped from has all of a sudden hit the point where crypto mining is not beneficial in any way, shape, or form whatsoever. Uh, don't take this as a, you know, a liking what they're doing over there for the people that are doing it. All I'm saying is the chances are that money is going to not be so much of a problem when you're buying a GPU in the next near future because where they're coming from isn't buying them anymore. 
they might actually have, have you seen here. the construction photos of some of these mining operations they're insane and they're all getting they busted are insane and they're like open air uh you know kind of yeah covered from the elements but all kinds of electricity they need a dust shield when they're over there though they yeah they that, do yeah it's, they, it's, it's like all the dust shield yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so essentially they're they're getting shut down in you know the nice uh tradition of, of over overkill but still the thing is that the graphics cards aren't going to be bought before they make it over here and bitcoin has taken a huge hit of this of course because that's a lot of where the mining is coming from yeah it's a, the ethereum there is essentially is, what's getting whacked there there is hope on the horizon this is in the wind side horrible for a lot of people but on the other side it's like we might be able to buy cards again before this time next year. All right. It's a pick. Uh, and it's it is, good It's news. a good pick. All right. Quickly, the gatekeeper of OWC sales. Brett, you have something look, for us. I look at the OWC. Because Did you buy some Apple more. at Tompy no. Center? No, but I do note that they sell things that are universally useful to a lot of people. And I like a good-looking... Um, USB speaker, probably maybe a little bit more or is equal to most people. I saw this clipsed one and I thought like... I thought you were going to oh, say something else, kind of, by the way. It's like, what? I can appreciate a good looking Bluetooth speaker. Bluetooth? Bluetooth speaker. As much as the next guy. Right. And and this was definitely a classy looking uh, speaker It is. To me. It has a and lot of tweedy look to now, it. Now, the price that is you're that seeing right there... Is that tweed or is that... Uh, <laughs> The price that you're seeing right there is not actually using uh, the hopefully the link that I sent because um, I'm seeing a, a special. Oh, I should take a look at that then because the the link that I'd like to use is showing a special offer of sixty four ninety nine for that that well, unit, which is well, like eighty five dollars well, off. Right, not all of us are logged into OWC at all times on our PC. I am not necessarily logged into OWC. But right now you are though. But I will make sure that the link that ends up in the show notes and gets posted is a link that hopefully will trigger the sixty four ninety nine price is because it, that's why you see I you get is it PC compatible? I don't know. It's a Bluetooth is speaker. This Mac oh only God. Bluetooth. No. All right, is, yeah, is, yeah, it says right here exclusive deals delivered to your inbox. Start saving today. So I could sign up just like Brett at MacSales.com yes. and find out when speakers like this go on sale for $65. Still yes. think that looks like distressed denim. It's, really? Well, it's a reasonable looking, nice looking. Vintage uh, okay, logo. No, Look at the vintage, vintage. logo. It's 1946 mm. vintage logo. Do you enjoy crisp highs and deep bass? Then you won't get it because this Bluetooth is Bluetooth. Speaker. Right. Uh, I get it. It's funny. Do but you the, like uh, psychoacoustic compression that takes almost ninety percent of the original signal away? Sh- You're gonna love this. Needs, nobody needs to hear this your. This has like an aux in, though. I think if it has an aux it in, does. it'll be okay. Yeah, I think it does. Yeah. Anyway, it's a nice looking Bluetooth go. speaker. It mm-hmm. should be about mm-hmm. sixty-five dollars, eighty-five dollars off. That was one of the reasons I rolled into it for the pick this week. Excellent. I don't have a pick this week. Shocking. Shocking. Um, but uh, that's our show today. And we hope you tune in again next week when we do this again and have so much more to talk about. We'll have Windows 11. It's going to be the all Windows 11 extravaganza. I'll be broadcasting from, I'll have a Windows 11 install on this laptop probably. You know, who knows? Will it be a developer preview? Will it be like a, you know, they pulled that leak. There's going to be an official build, right? Yeah. 
No? Okay. That's a great Maybe idea. I've still got that. Do you think I've they're going to bring Lenovo Lenovo. back? I've got the Lenovo to developers, developers, developers. Yeah, that. I think I'll do that. I'll, I'll take a look at Windows 11 on that laptop. Sure you will. Sure you will. Sure you will. Yep. I mean, you I'm have a lot of x86 hardware to do that on. And in, in I do of other operating systems that might run on those. Why do you have that bothers you a lot? It really does. I, I just it bothers you that I bring it up. So I keep doing it. That's what happens. That's, if, if, it, if it's easy to push your true. buttons, I'm going to keep doing it. All right. Uh, thank right. you, everybody. Good night. This is the proper ending of the show. We're not just going to cut it off in mid sentence. <laughs>